Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we're going to do a little listener mailbag. Not as many questions may be coming in now as a lot of people are probably out of it for the season. But I guess if people are still tuning in, Pretty much, you could probably say either good luck this week on getting to the playoffs or you've already made the playoffs, I would say. I don't see <laughs> probably not that many other people listening other than playoff contenders right now. So, and we are both of those, Jeff, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Mostly playoff contenders, thank goodness. But yeah, there's always a little sadness when you're in a bunch of leagues. <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel pretty good about my, I was just looking at that earlier and one week left and Yet, I let's see. We're in the playoffs in our main league. I'm in the playoffs in our secondary league. Not going to make it in our dynasty. In the playoffs in the Scott Fishbowl. In the playoffs in the Instagram Twitter league. In the playoffs in the Instagram Experts league. So I feel pretty good. I'm not going to bring up the listener leagues though, because right, yeah, the listeners are run. too good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they they are. They they did really well. They. uh there's um, a few teams that really stood out this year that we can maybe in another episode go over, but um, I was pleasantly surprised uh, yeah, with, so, yeah, with we'll how probably, tough that was. If not this week, definitely next week when we got the playoff teams lined up, we'll talk about the listener leagues and who's in line to possibly win the championship belt. So it'll be, I don't know if I'll be able to keep it like I thought. One league maybe get in the playoffs, but we'll go over. Uh, we'll definitely try to go over that next week for everybody. But how about we just jump into some questions here? So I have a few questions that came in, but a start sick question. So I'm going to go with Johnny's question here first. He has, he's looking for running backs. He has four of them to choose from, four running backs to choose from. Nick Chubb, James Conner, Gus Edwards, Josh Adams. I know Edwards and Adams have been good lately. Is there any chance you would ever think about playing them over Chubb and Conner? Uh, no, not me. I think, I think Chubb for sure. He's been playing well. They're giving him a lot of carries. Connor, I realize he, you know, the last two weeks he hasn't done as well, but I, I still like his track record compared to definitely Josh Adams. And, um, you know, you just don't know how that Baltimore, you know, offense is going to shake out. He's been getting a lot of work, Gus. Um, but right now I still would say those two are guaranteed plays. Yeah, I agree. You can't, and when I say I, that, I mean Connor. You, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> Edwards and Adams have been great, but you can't play him over those other guys. And looking at for his flex, you can't even put him there because his wide receivers, he starts two, and then he gets to go with the flex because he has Odell Beckham, Tyree Kill, Juju Smith-Schuster. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, stick to the tried and true. I, I yep. think if if anything, if if you had to play a, a third one, who would it be? I just, I'm just wondering for, for my own sanity. If. If you had one ahead of the I, sure, so if you had to play Gus Edwards mm, or or uh, Josh, I think I'd be leaning Edwards. Okay, I would too, and and that I and mean, that's a good way to put it. I think Chubb would be number one, my number one. Sadly yep. enough, Connor yeah, he would two, be yeah. Edwards, and then yeah, so that's yep. how I would rank them. So next question is from DJ two three eight three on Instagram. He needs to pick two players to start here. This is for PPR. Let's see, a PPR league, so it plays two of these guys. Tariq Cohen, Mark Ingram, Cortland Sutton, Josh Reynolds, Calvin Ridley, or Gus Edwards. 
Oh, only how many? Two? Two. Two of those. There's a Cohen, lot of names. Ingram, Sutton, Reynolds, Ridley, Edwards. I'll just say right off the top, I'm only going between three. I'm going between Cohen, Ingram, and Edwards. I'm I'm really not considering Sutton, Reynolds, and Ridley. I actually I agree with you. So now which two of those three? Right right I, off and I, I have to look at the matchups just to make sure. Off just my initial reaction this week. Um, once again, I have to look at it real quick. I'm going to, but I, I'm actually leaning towards, um, Edwards and Ingram, but I want to look at who, uh, Chicago, Chicago is playing. Who are they playing? Uh, let me look it up just real quick. So, yeah, let's see. Edwards, Edwards plays Atlanta and then Ingram. Let's see. Ingram in new Orleans are playing Dallas and then mm. Cohen. And- yeah. He's playing New York. Ugh, I man. mean, they're very close. I mean, that, that's I go, the, how I... Ingram and Edwards for me. Yeah, okay, I'm yeah, just... and that's what I picked too. I, I like Cohen. I really do. I've come around a long way, but he is he's very up and down, and I think... I really like Tariq, but I, I think Edwards and Ingram are a little um, safer, and I think that they both have a better shot at getting a touchdown, and I think they're also close. That's what I'm going to be leaning towards. Next question comes from Andrew. Would you start... Oh, wait, what is, is this a, yeah. Oh, okay, got a, um, I'm trying to see here. What's the, do, 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 do. who would you start here? Demarius Thomas, Golden Tate, or Josh Reynolds? Oh, um, Not oh. Tate. <laughs> no, Tate's out of it. And I, I think That's, it's Demarius. Yeah, sadly enough, it's Demarius. I know he's only, he had one big game. I, I don't want to blow it out of proportion, but. He is a good wide receiver. There's no doubt he's the number two. You know, Reynolds is number three, even though it's on a potent offense. Uh, don't get too caught up in that. I would I would go Demarius. And then for running back, who would you start? Sony Michelle or Philip Lindsay? Michelle plays oh, Minnesota. That's a Lindsay one. plays Cincinnati. Oh, that's a good one. Um <sighs> Lindsay has been playing awesome and he's going against Cincinnati, who is terrible against the run. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Sony Michelle looks so good though. Um, they give him. I you know I think I go Philip Lindsay. I actually do. The, with this matchup this time, I think Minnesota could take Michelle out of it. And Burkhead's back now too. They don't. They could use a lot of guys. Yep. I'm, I, I'm going I, Philip Lindsay. Yeah, I like it. I mean, he 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 looked really good too. I mean, obviously um, Michelle has been getting more carries than him, but Lindsay's been doing a lot with the carries he's been getting, and especially with the how how you know much better he's been doing than Freeman. I, I wouldn't expect him to dip uh below fifteen for against Cincinnati. That's just me personally, but I, I think he'll actually get a, a good uh workload. All right. So the Wiz has a has a couple questions here trying to help us set his lineup for this week. He needs to he needs to win this week and then he's in the playoffs. If he loses he's out. Oof, so the pressure this is this is this is big pressure here. So first off he has quarterback question. Jameis Winston or Dak Prescott? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Which Jameis are you going to get? Jameis versus Carolina? Or are, this is, eh, yeah, who knows? Or is it you go Dak versus New Orleans? New Orleans has been better on defense, I think, lately than they started. Yeah, I mean, that, that's not very <laughs> tough to do. But. I, think, I think Jameis is the smart. I think Jameis is the play. Oh, I think he has um, to be. I can't trust Dak Prescott. Okay, what am I saying? I can't trust Jameis Winston in this spot either. Yeah, but I, both expert, of them are okay, very. Look at this expert ranks for this week. Puts Jameis at six. 
You know what this means. This is this is like just repeating itself. Oh. I remember earlier in the year, same thing happened. We moved everyone moved Jameis way up the ranks and it backfired. That's oh, the kiss but of death with Jameis. I still go Jameis. I think he's figured something out. <laughs> I, I don't I wouldn't go that far, but <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I mean he could. I don't know. He he can do really well. Man, I mean, both of them have pretty good matchups, to be completely honest, and both of them are sporadic. Um, Sure. Yeah, it really is tough. Um, Very, very tough for me. The fact is, Jameis can't rely on Zeke. Um, Man, I think think that New Orleans is going to put up a lot of points, but every time I say that, that backfires on me, so... I tell you the truth, I I guess I lean towards Jameis, but I but I like Dak a little more. So my like my gut is getting in the way. I have <laughs> nothing to back it up, but I just I have that gut feeling about Dak. Um nah. he, he came off a big one against Washington. You didn't think he was gonna do too much. Goes off for thirty one. But then again, I thought, you know, Atlanta would be a high scoring game. He only scored fourteen. So yeah, I guess uh Jameis is a little Unbelievably, he's a little safer because even when he's <laughs> he had one bad game, but everything else is twenty or above. So it's weird to say it in a just trust your team to get into the playoffs. You might go with a <laughs> Dak Prescott. Yeah, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'd go Jameis, but it, that hurts to say. Either one of these is not uh, which one, but yeah, we'll see. All right, next one he has for the next part of his question: which which two wide receivers do you start? Tyler Boyd, Larry Fitzgerald, Doug Baldwin, or Anthony Miller? It's another. Man, you are, he is testing us, man. Um, That's another tough right, one. So I w- start Boyd, right? Um, that one stands out to me. I like Boyd. Even though he go, he's going against Denver and you have Driscoll, I just like him better than the other options currently. Yeah. Um, after that, for me, it gets real, real dicey. Um. Oh, who were the other three again? I know Baldwin was in there. I know Fitzgerald, and who was the third? Um, uh, Anthony Miller. Anthony Miller. <laughs> tough, tough, tough. Ah, man, I don't know. Yeah, sadly enough. I mean, okay, I I wouldn't start Anthony Miller. I just I don't trust. I think I go Doug Baldwin. Would you? Oh, I man, think so. I'm, I'm really. Going I think him and I think I do. His numbers would have looked so much better last week. He had a touchdown that should have been. He should have had it. And so I think that, like, if we all of a sudden see a touchdown, our our thoughts would have been so much different on him. And it's and it's basically the same game, but we would think so much differently. I mean, I I I guess. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, my I guess my issue is they're very very they've been scoring very similarly. If you're talking about Fitzgerald and Baldwin. And but, but Fitzgerald yeah. has been getting the touchdowns. He's but that's all he's getting too. Yeah, uh, it's very true. And I mean, <laughs> it was the very first pass of last game. But I mean, that's been what three out of the last four games. Like they are going to him compared to Baldwin having one touchdown the entire season. Um, yeah. I mean, even when he had seven catches against Green Bay just a week ago, he only had fifty-two yards. Um, which uh, now I, I actually I think. Mm, these have been tough. I actually would go Fitzgerald. I, I would. I, I think that one is close too, but I go Fitz. They really are tough this time around. Normally it's just an easy, we know exactly what you're going to pick, you know, where we're going to pick, but not today. But this last one, final question from him. Which player do you play at flex? Austin Eckelar or Gus Edwards? 
<laughs> oh my gosh, what the world? Um, <laughs> Toughest decisions here. It is. I personally, I go Gus Edwards. I think I think he's so safer too. to get. He, he's safer to get the bulk. I love Eckler. I, I really do. Eckler is going to be great, but I do too. Ugh. But I think they might try to actually involve Jackson a little more. And let's be honest, like they could throw all day. Rivers is playing great. I feel like Edwards is a little safer, but Eckler could go off. But I would go if it was my team. I would go Edwards. But I'm gonna. I would hee haw over every single one of those. Like I would deliberate for a while. But those are very good questions. All right. Let's see if we got got any more. Got one more here. I'm, I got a couple more. So let's see here. Would you okay? Tom Brady or Jameis Winston? James Brady against Minnesota or Jameis Winston? I can't. Uh, first of all, can we just talk about how I can't believe this is a question and a <laughs> legitimate question too? <laughs> Right? Like, okay, and just to put this in perspective, three games before last game, finally against the New York Jets, who are not a good team. Um, sorry for any Jets fans. But he, he put up 23. Before that, he put up just rounding 11, 18, and 14. Three games in a row that are just subpar. Um, I don't know. Where do you land on this? Because I don't trust Jameis as far as I can throw him. But right now, Tom Brady I can't trust either. And he's actually I'm playing, playing- Jameis Winston. <laughs> I was gonna say, and he's actually playing a much better defense. I'm playing Jameis. Yep. Yeah, I mean that, that's what the consensus says. It's pretty much what everyone is leaning towards. I just can't believe it, it's happening. Right. I. It, it's. It's. I mean, it's Brady and it's Rodgers. They're both in this same kind of thing. Because I've the next question I have is actually from. Let me see. This is from Brent. Jameis Winston or Aaron Rodgers? Who are you playing? It's it's crazy that these are the questions. And Rodgers gets Arizona, which should be easy, right? Well, you, I mean, yeah, I mean, they should. That right? one, I have to go Aaron Rodgers. I get it. He's been, hasn't been great, but you have to go Rodgers over Winston. Okay, I feel better about them because I actually would have. I go Aaron Rodgers on that as well. The Tom Brady even, I go back and forth because I truly, I know Jameis is way up there and I understand why, but I have a very tough time with that. But Brady has been, you know, three out of four games really bad. Um, Aaron Rodgers has been underachieving, but not really. Like, Okay, comparatively, like last mm-hmm. game against Minnesota, 14 points, right? But the three games before that, 26, 22, and 23. Like Aaron Rodgers, when he's not good, he's still okay. Tom Brady has been subpar. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so I'd go, I'd rank them Rodgers, Winston, Brady. My things would probably be out of the players we've just talked about. Rodgers, Winston, Dak, Brady. As crazy as that sounds. I actually don't mind it. I mean, that one I struggle with as well, but I, I love the matchup, and, and Dak has been surprising me with what he's been able to do. Amari Cooper has been um, uh, helpful since he came back. They should have to throw. He should. Every time I say that, he should have to throw because I assume that Breeze will put up a bunch of points on that Dallas defense, but they've been okay. Um, so I, I agree. Sadly enough, I'd, I, this is my question. All right, Tom Brady, he's fallen from grace. <laughs> the fact that we can put two of those guys over him is nuts to me. <laughs> it is. But he did look better last game. He found Gronk in the end zone, which he has definitely needed. I mean, the guy can still put up points. There's no doubt. If he puts up one more game, even if it's like a 25. So say he throws for two touchdowns and 300 yards, a, a good outing. 
does he all how far up does he jump he, in your mind again? if he shows me that again he's gonna jump quite a bit he jumps to like top seven okay you so know, this kind is of a, a just a, a skid that's going on and you just want to put him on the bench until he pulls himself out of it pretty much yeah because i mean they're running the ball a lot they're not just you know out there airing it out like they might have in the past so if that doesn't change i think it's game plan but if it does i can see him okay they're they might they might do it again i feel more comfortable but right now, I, I just don't feel comfortable. It might just be a game plan change. I know. I never so. thought I would see Tom Brady this far into the season be outside of the top 10 and in danger yeah. of truly falling outside the top 15. I mean, yeah. not really because the people below him are not going to catch him. But, I mean, he has 14, and the only people behind him are Dak, Andy Dalton, who just got injured, Fitzpatrick, who's not playing, Stafford's who's playing horrible. Eli, who's playing horrible. Blake Bortles. I mean, give me a break. Mm-hmm. It's it's not. It's a crazy year with some of these. And, man, I can't believe going into yeah, Just going into a, this is a game on the line for playoffs. We're asking questions of Tom Brady or Jameis Winston or is it Aaron Rodgers or Jameis Winston? Who would have ever thought we would have got to that point? And it was maybe at the beginning of the year, if you would have told me, okay, week 13, you're going to have a big question. If you're playing Aaron Rodgers or you're playing Jameis Winston, I would have been like, oh, wow, Jameis, Jameis really stepped it up. He became what we thought he could be, right? <laughs> he literally got, he just came back from being benched. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing with the Dak thing. All these, in the Brady, if we would have put these four guys in the same, in the same breath, it would have been like, okay, wow, Dak and Jameis came, they, they started to play. And nope, it's just not. And it's not even like Brady, his team's winning. He's fine. Rogers' team's not winning. So that's a little different story. Yeah, that actually, that's probably what helps him a little more. Yeah. (laughs) It's just, okay, I got one more question. I got one final one. This one, I've already looked at it and I have absolutely no idea what to say. So (laughs) this is from Robert. Oh, good. Because I've (laughs) been giving such (laughs) clear cut advice tonight. (laughs) He has to play one player in his flex, win, and he's in the playoffs. So. Jordan Howard, LeGarrette Blunt, <laughs> Theo Riddick, Marquez Valdez Scantling, or Traquan Smith, who didn't play last week. Uh, MVS is pretty much done already. I think St. Brown's passed him in the lineup. Right. I, I sadly enough, because I don't feel good about any of those picks, I I would go Blunt. Oh wow! I me know. Too. I, me too. I, would you? I was gonna say. I can't uh, yeah. I I, I I think that to me is the safest one. As crazy as that sounds, I think that's the safest player because Jordan Howard to me is just there's no, no safety involved with him at all anymore. No, and, he hasn't playing well. Blunt's come off a big game after Carryon Johnson has been out. Blunt's going to get the short yardage work. So even if he is not good, which that is a very big possibility, um, he could you know save the entire by a one yard run for a touchdown. He could save your week, right? I yep. used to think that about Howard. I don't anymore. I mean, I uh, I just he hasn't shown it, and that offense has been good. So I I don't know why I would make that leap of faith right now. So yeah, yeah, it's for weird. me it's blunt. I'm, I'm in the same spot. All right, that's all I got. You got any got any other yeah, questions? I have a uh, two here from uh, YouTube. Um, here we have a pick one. This is from C Mac, and he is asking which one of these wide receivers should he play if he has to pick one, and that is Humphreys, Galladay, and DJ Moore. Galladay. Yep, I agree. He, he's going to have to get all the targets. Yeah, and even though DJ Moore has been doing, you know, better, um, I think Galladay is still the 
Well, I actually do. I think he's the supreme talent, and I think he's the number one comparatively. Uh, and he has a better shot at getting targets in the red zone. So I just like yeah. Galladay. I, I like DJ better. Moore. I like DJ Moore a lot, but I mean, right? You still got to go Galladay. All right. And now this is from Derek L. Who I <laughs> I will commiserate with you, Derek, because <laughs> he says, "Hi guys, I lost Gordon, and I need help. I'm in a 16 team PPR league." What do I start here? <laughs> so, okay. So he has, uh, for his running backs, he has Eckler, Jay Adams, Gus Edwards, and Collins. <laughs> for the wide receivers, he has Lockett and Reynolds. And for his defense, he has Carolina and Bengals. So I'm, I'm, I think he wants to, why don't we pick, uh, mm-hmm. like rank the, the running backs, then which wide receiver, and then which defense. So All out right. of Eckler, Adams, Edwards, and Collins, first of all, Collins is number four, correct? Yeah, oh yeah, 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 Okay. definitely. So we can get that out of the way. So how do you rank Eckler, Adams, and Edwards? And we might have brushed on this before. It's going to be Edwards over Adams for me. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think where I really slot Eckler in here. He actually you know, I think in, I go. he'll be number I think two I go. Me. I think I go Edwards, Eckler, Adams. Okay. Yeah, we're on the same page. I I agree with you. I, I really like Eckler. Uh, I think he is the guy to slot in, but Edwards has done a lot of good things, and I just haven't seen jo- um, Ed- Adams enough yet. Um, yep. And then wide receiver, who would you play, Lockett or Reynolds? Lockett. I'm going to go Lockett. I I think he's been pretty good, and Reynolds. We've seen one game. I guess we've seen two good games from him this year, but I'm still going to go Lockett. Yeah, Lockett has been better than I even realized, and we we looked at his uh, his stats a, a couple of days ago, um, and I'm pleasantly surprised with that. I think he's playing pretty well, so I would go Lockett as well, even though Reynolds does have that upside. But I like Lockett, and then defensively, Carolina or the Eagles. All right, what? Let me see here. I what say. I so, can remember the matchups we got going here. So Carolina. the Eagles are going against Washington who is 17th or middle of the road if you're going by ESPN rankings, just to give you an idea. And Carolina, on the other hand, they are... I Tampa. Was, Tampa. I'm going to go I'm gonna go Eagles. I just think with that's going against what, Colt McCoy? Yeah, Eagles. I like that one better. Just because I've been saying Jameis is going to have a big game anyway. I can't pick Carolina D. So... Yeah, yeah, that is uh there's there's okay, Carolina has the bigger potential with because Jameis has that interception potential. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's but, very true. But I think you're correct. Even though Eagles haven't been um they haven't been putting up big points, Carolina has been even worse. I just wanted to double check just to make sure. But I mean if you if you look at it, I mean the Panthers have been struggling and they're kind of very similar to one another. But they went negative in two out of the last three games and that other game was only one. Uh, yep. Compared to the beginning of the season when they were doing much, much better. Eagles, a little struggle too. Obviously, the Saints put it on them. <laughs> they went for negative 10. But everything around that has been at least okay. So I, I, I agree with you. I think you pick on the the uh, the younger quarterback. So that's all the questions I think we got then, right? It is. But I'm, I, I've, been, I've been multitasking here, putting together our little target leaders graphic that we throw up on Instagram. I just had some interesting names up here. I thought I'd just bring up to see this is, and it feels like the NFL's changed here at the week 12. CJ Uzuma was right up there with 13 targets last week. 
tied for third in the NFL, 13 targets. Maybe we actually have a tight end that can do something. Yeah, and I keep throwing his name out there, and he hasn't yeah. he hasn't really delivered to be no, quite but thir- honest. thirteen targets, man. That's pretty right, that's and pretty impressive. And you can see that happening because what you have Driscoll back there now, right? Yeah, so he's maybe, gonna be maybe looking there's for, gonna be a change. Exactly, shorter passes to the tight end. He did have six catches. They only went for thirty nine yards last last week. Um, but, but hey, it's that's it's what he's been doing anyway with less yeah with less catches. So I, I like that, and especially going against Denver. Yeah, you know that he's going to try to get that ball out incredibly quick because he is going to get hit in the mouth. Yeah, if you're hurting for for a tight end and he's out there, I think you go. I think that's a safe option. Um, so another guy's interesting. Josh Doxson had ten targets last week. Is he becoming something? I, I did not realize that. To be quite right? honest, yeah, he's getting up there a well, little bit. <laughs> that's actually really funny. Why is it that uh, when the <laughs> when the quarterback right. goes down, all the you know <laughs> completely changes? So obviously that, that chemistry is something to look into. And then Marcel Aitman from Oakland had 10 targets last week. Wide receiver. Have you heard of that, that guy before? I was going to say, I, I, don't, I don't believe in that one. <laughs> but, <laughs> I've, I've literally never heard of him until I found the target list. But, hey, that's maybe one of those. Let's see, he's a 24-year-old 20, here, went to Oklahoma State. He's now had, let's see, seven catches for 66 yards in the last two games. Now that he's played, hey. Interesting. He just started playing here, like two weeks ago. So, yeah. Well, an- another one, and just because I had been kind of looking at him, and I'm not probably not going to pick him up this late in the season, but Dante Pettis, we had touched on him a yeah. couple podcasts back. What he have? Uh, you might have it. I don't know if you if you if he makes the list because he did. He had have, seven you know. targets. He's okay, had, so he does that seven targets. So he did go 77 yards in a touchdown. He was supposed to be a big play guy, like a return guy. Playing for San Fran, they're trying to figure out what they have. So he's kind of interesting as well. Yeah, yeah there's a couple, you know, couple guys up here that Chris Herndon's another tight end to look out for. Um, just slowly, he had eight targets again this past week. So yeah, just kind of keep I watching picked, that. Picked him up when OJ went down. Yeah, he's not a not a I'm terrible hoping. option. But yeah. yeah, all right. I think that's it though. That's going to be it for our little mailbag. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll talk maybe a little, little rankings talk. Maybe not our own rankings, but we're going to look at the expert ranks, see what we think, and maybe find some, you know, there's this is the time of year, though, where these players like this are, you know, coming out, out, out of nowhere, kind of. Maybe that Marcel Aitman, maybe in three weeks, will think he's a player. So keep watching. But I think that'll do it for today. Talk to you guys tomorrow.